Welcome to Season 5 of the Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom, where we talk with enterprise and technology platform leaders about the people, processes, and platforms that make marketing and customer experience successful, scalable, and sustainable. This is what creates an Agile brand. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom, advisor and consultant for Fortune 1000 marketing and CX leaders and teams as principal and chief strategist at GK5A and best-selling author, keynote speaker, entrepreneur, and Agile certified coach. The Agile Brand Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to teksystems.com. To sign up for the Agile Brand newsletter and get the latest insights and articles on marketing technology and CX, or to purchase a copy of my latest book, House of the Customer, go to gregkillstrom.com. You can also find all my books on Amazon and other retailers. And now on to the show. Today, we're going to talk about customer loyalty, retention marketing, and how doing these things well can reap huge rewards for brands as well as their customers. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Adam Robinson, CEO at retention.com. Adam, welcome to the show. Hi, Greg. Thanks for having me. Yeah, looking forward to talking about this. Um, So why don't we start with you giving a little background on yourself as well as what led you to found retention.com? Sure. I have been in the startup space, email specifically for the last 10 years. I sort of stumbled into this email space in a very weird way. I, I worked at Lehman Brothers before it in Manhattan for 10 years as a credit default swap trader. Yeah. The big short was like literally a movie about the job that I did. Oh, so wow. <laughs> my, my roommates in Manhattan started Vimeo in the apartment that I was living in. And I was always very captivated by these people's lives. And I wanted to be an entrepreneur in tech. And I didn't even really know what that meant, but I wanted to do what they were doing. Right. So somehow I like, you know, after the financial crisis and my job kind of got regulated out of existence, I just set on the, set out on this journey, which was a really long and winding road where kind of the first major stage of it was building what turned into this like small email service provider that basically we had we had a customer acquisition mechanism that was like attracting constant contact customers yeah. and email marketing is a very hard market constant contact customers are a very hard customer base to build for they generally tend to be kind of like baby boomer brick and mortar non e-commerce like you know, none of the sexy characteristics that a software builder would would choose to go to. And this space is super mature. And there's dominant brands like MailChimp and Klaviyo that are just so amazing and make it so hard to, to sort of differentiate from them in meaningful ways. So how I landed on this product was I spent years trying to figure out what feature would make an email marketing and marketing automation application different from MailChimp or Klaviyo. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I heard that there was a possibility that you could, with a pixel, you could identify an anonymous website visitor and connect it to a deliverable email address. And I was like, you know, having owned an email marketing application and having known the struggle to maintain list size, because yeah. that's people are unsubscribing. It's going into spam folders. Like your list is getting smaller by that is just the way email yeah, works. Yeah. And the whole game is you need to grow it faster than it's shrinking. And at some point, the leaky bucket will defeat you because the sad reality is 
with a form, if you were the best person at capturing email addresses with a form in a world, in the world, you're getting like four or 5% of of your traffic. So there is some size at which your list just isn't going to grow anymore. Yeah. Because if you have 5 million contacts and you're dropping, you know, 1% per send or whatever, it just takes an enormous amount of emails to grow it at that point. So this idea that just with with people not filling out forms, you could get like 40 or 50% of the traffic into an email address. It's just a wild idea. You know, it, yeah. it's it, almost impossible to believe. In fact, that's like what we ran into a lot. It's like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, There's all sorts of questions that pop into people's head when you say that this is possible, right? Yeah. So, you know, the attempt to make it a differentiating feature in an otherwise undifferentiated email service provider was a futile attempt. People would use the identity product, say that they loved it, and then put it in their email marketing app and not switch over. Mm. So it became very clear that we needed to make it its own company. That was called Get Emails. We connected it to everything. And then, you know, three years later, we rebranded to retention.com. We're focusing on direct consumer e-commerce. We do a lot more than just that you know, email thing that I described, mostly the lion's share of the value that we create for brands comes from helping them set up more triggered email flows in Klaviyo and then using our identity tools to basically send way more of those triggered emails out. So like cart abandonment, Mm. most people don't have product abandonment set up, which is like, someone doesn't put something in their cart, but they view a product and they leave like, you should email that person right then. Right. <laughs> and it's nothing to do with our product, but like you should do that because that will be the second most lucrative email you send out. Yeah. And the 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 crazy thing about Shopify and Klaviyo is that you can only send these messages to people who are both on your list and logged into your Shopify store. Mm. That's like yeah. 10% of people that are bailing on your site at any given point. Yeah. So this is what we do now. Our our absolute killer users are large Shopify stores. And, um, you know, I think that this, this mechanism, this, that what we teach people to do, which is like, okay, think about email in two ways. There's batch and blast. And then there is messages that go out based on people's behavior on your site. Yeah. yeah. In a perfect world, you would send as little batch and blast as possible right and you would send as much triggered email as possible you need to send some batch and batch and blast just to be you know b- create brand awareness right but yeah we're on a crusade evangelizing this triggered email stuff and then what our product actually does is just make it work like five times better nice nice well, that's great. Well, yeah, let's um, let's get you know we're here to talk about customer loyalty and customer retention. You know, you you touched on some of the things that that I'll ask about already, but uh, you know, for those listening that may not be as familiar with the term, uh, you know, how do you define the term retention marketing? I think, in my mind, acquisition is all about paying for advertising that gets new eyeballs. Mm-hmm. clicking through and getting to your site. Yeah. I probably have a higher bar for retention than some other people, but I think even if you pay for for advertising to get that person back through retargeting in ad tech, that is still like a retention exercise. I think a more formal definite or more probably mass market if you want to call it that definition is getting more LTV out of people that are already paying you. Yeah. But yeah. I think 
capturing email and capturing SMS, you know, capturing phone numbers and reattracting traffic back to your site is all part of this thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's kind of a different, it's a different relationship that you have with somebody who has already been on your site than somebody who has not. Yeah. And I think that it, the, 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 the communication and the conversation that you need to have in the tools available to you to have it are, 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 are di differentiated from the acquisition conversation. Yeah. I, and I like that you made the distinction between acquisition and retention, you know, as having worked in marketing for a while, you know, I feel like there's, there's always a, a focus on the acquisition part, you know, the, the net new customers and, and everything like that. But I, I'm a strong believer in customer lifetime value and, you know, thinking about that, that longer term play as well. Do you, do you think that customer loyalty and retention is often overlooked or maybe discounted versus acquisition? And, you know, wh why do you think that's the case? So I think that the world today is forcing people to look very hard at retention. Yeah. Yeah. In a world where, you know, I guess the, the price of ads on Facebook has kind of perpetually been going up and we've always been in an environment where we've looked back three years and said, Oh my God, that was so amazing. Yeah. But like, it feels like up until a few years ago, first there was capital available to fund e-commerce in a way that doesn't really exist as much right now. Yeah. And the ads, the, the, the price per eyeballs on the ad platforms was lower. And I think, Enterprise value came from the the growth side of it. It just was a paradigm where growth versus retention was much more attractive than it is today. It's almost the, the, yeah. the environment today is like opposite. It's like there's not a ton of funding available for these physical product businesses relative to a few year, years ago. Relative to like, you know, 2000 when I graduated college, like there's still a ton. Yeah. yeah. The, it, it's, it's that side of it's constrained. The price of ads... <laughs> is it doesn't feel like it's coming down in a meaningful way anytime soon. Right. And there is just this age old adage that I believe in so deeply. That's like, once someone has paid you even $1, it is so much easier to get them to pay you again. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, doing sales, like it's always, you know, you want to keep, you want to keep customers and, you know, versus trying to get new ones. Like it's, it's painful to win new customers when you have great, great existing ones, right? Totally. And and I just think that, that, that there's a renewed focus on retention because there are some things you can do. This method, which I went on my rant about at the beginning of the podcast, which we try to teach people to do, like if you don't even use our product, you should set up these five fundamental flows. Yeah, They are incredible retention vehicles. You should use SMS and trigger SMS on all of these flows also. It, there's different ways to communicate over SMS, but like this is, you don't have to hire anyone. You don't have to like onboard like a loyalty program. This is just yeah. something that like anybody can spend three hours in Clavio and like you can start getting a lot more LTV out of your existing operation. And that to me is what retention is all about. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yes, it's about post purchase, like, you know, getting, you know, sort of increasing repeat purchases through all these different mechanisms you have. But like I said before, I tend to look at it as, you know, when you have this amazing thing, email SMS is a little bit more expensive, but like 
you're not having to buy media from the advertising platforms. Yeah, yeah. You can reach these people so long as you are polite and have some tact and like stay authentic to your brand voice and actually have a conversation. Don't just scream. Right. <laughs> you own the channel and you can access these people as much as you want. So yeah. like, I just think it's, it's, people have focused more now because we're in an inflationary recessionary environment where supply chains, are, you know, it's just, it's, it's a much harder operating environment than it was two or three years ago. And this is just like an easy thing to do to make more money. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. And there, there's more competition, you know, some things it's easier to open an e-commerce shop. There's all, all of these kinds of things that make it harder and more competitive. It doesn't necessarily make mean your shop is good, but it does mean that it, there's more competition there. Yeah. Before we continue, let's take a quick break. If you're like many marketing leaders today, you're inundated with a need to improve the customer experience across an increasing number of channels and touch points, all while ensuring your team is performing well, innovating and continuously improving. So how do you find the time to determine what's next for you, your team, your brand, and your customers? My company, GK5A, can help. Whether it is advisory services, evaluation of marketing technology platforms and solutions, or digital agencies and implementation partners, or assistance with creating strategic roadmaps and prioritization of efforts, we've done it all and served as an ally to Fortune 1000 brands and industries like financial services, healthcare, consumer electronics, professional services, and more. You can learn more about these services and contact us at www.gk5a. That's www.gk5a.com. Now let's get back to the show. From a measurement perspective, I mean, you know, you've mentioned customer lifetime value and, and some other things. What, how do you recommend that people look at measurement and measuring these gains from retention? Like what, what are some of the metrics you recommend? Yeah. I mean, so if you were to define it, how I define it, I would be looking at conversion to an email, you know, yeah. I would be looking at what your abandonment flow revenues are and trying in, in just, you know, with what you implement comparing month over month, to, to what this is doing for yeah, you. Yeah. I would look at things like on the SMS side, if you do something like, you know, a two-step email capture where you a a ask for email and then ask for SMS after it's like, yeah. well, what, what are the growth rates there? You know, like, and then, yeah. you know, yeah. what, what kind of conversion are you seeing from these SMS flows that you're setting up? So uh, I, I would say there's, there's the obvious one is like, is LTV growing, you know, by your sort of yeah. segments that yeah. you're whatever. And then I think it's all about um, shooting for higher abandonment revenues and in, in, in growth rates in the own channels. Yeah. And I would imagine for those that haven't set this stuff up before also just the, it, it's a big AB test of, okay, we weren't doing it before now we are. And so, you know, for at least for a little while, there's some, uh, you know, there are probably some pretty big gains in, in many cases. Enormous. Here is my observation from doing this for several years in, in this specific thing. So Clavio is the email marketing application that most Shopify stores use. Yeah. And we're kind of in the Shopify world, which is like kind of the biggest, you know, e-com world. 
Clavio forces you to set up checkout abandonment when you create an account. Mm. But the interesting thing is they call it card abandonment. But it's not card abandonment. Yeah. <laughs> if all you do is set up what Clavio tells you to do when you set up an account, if someone goes to your site and they put something in the cart and they leave and they don't get to the checkout stage yet, they do not get a message. Mm, got it. So like pr- probably, you know, and the more sophisticated people get, the more, you know, sort of educated about these flows they are. But I would guess that like at least half the market doesn't even have a cart abandonment communication set up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you said, it's like, if you don't have that set up, the day that you set that up, it will be the largest gain in email (laughs) that you ever see. (laughs) Right. And then, and then you set up these other ones and they're not quite as incremental as the card abandonment one was, but they will be huge gains for you. And it's like abandoned product. And we say set up price drop and back in stock as well, just because those are like, What's the right way to say it? It's like the mind reader flows. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, like how? Wait, <laughs> I, I, I forgot that I wanted that. Right, right. Well, and and it seems like these aren't default settings on on Clavio or Shopify or or anything. I I apologize. I don't I don't use that system, but like because they aren't. I mean, is it safe to say a lot of people just aren't? They're just not thinking about this or like. I guess what's the what's the biggest barrier to get them to to sign up for something like retention.com? Yeah, well that's that's the it is a lack of education. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a lot it's it's really just a lack of understanding. So I have been in email for 10 years. Yeah. This has never changed. It's like taking it a step back. There's some rules to direct marketing, right? Direct marketing is like the list is the most important. Yeah. And then the offer is the second most important. And a distant third is the creative, right? Yeah, yeah. So like there's rules about email. Email, it's it's like if you can send the more personalized and the more timely your email is, the better it's going to do. Yeah. And like these flows are, that's all that they are. You know, it's just this incredible, it's this perfect message. It's this perfect message at this perfect time that, this system allows you to automate and like, it's magical, you know, when you think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just think there's a general lack of appreciation for how magical they actually are. And then people set them up and they're like, Oh my God, this is incredible. (laughs) You know? And again, this is like nothing to do with our product. Even it's just like evangelizing one-to-one communicating rather than like, you know, the batch way, which, which, I think most people think of email marketing as sort of the batch. That's what it is, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, you know, I, I do a lot of work in the, you know, journey orchestration and, you know, automation space and in general. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's just amazing to your point, you know, the, the day that something gets set up, just kind of seeing, I mean, if nothing else, you see the reactions to things versus it just people kind of go in a black hole and you never see them again. Right. Right. So you can even, you can even see that they're not responsive to a message or something because you're, you're reaching them at the right time. And, and it is the right time to reach them, whether or not you make the sale even, but you know, sure enough, you're going to make more sales that way because you're reaching people when they're thinking about it and and stuff like that. So, yeah. I think you said you said it the right way when there, there's this massive zero to one 
of just getting in the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's endless opportunity for split testing because all of these journey builders allow you to do it. Yeah. So yeah. there's no end to how much you can optimize, but you will never see the gains that you see on day one. <laughs> you know, right, just right. <laughs> go, going from not doing, not communicating in this way to communicating in this way. You know, it's like, it's, it's as if you just had like, infinity little minions like pulling on people's shirts like yeah in the real you know it's it's incredible (laughs) nice nice well so um but two two things before we wrap up here um if someone's interested in in signing up for retention.com how do how do they do that just go to the site and book a demo okay Okay. retention yeah, i mean <laughs> yeah that, that sounds easy yeah <laughs> nice nice so yeah so one one last question before we wrap up you know there's as you mentioned we're we're in a interesting times i guess it's always interesting times but you know we've got recessions we've got all sorts of things on the horizon um you know what what's a piece of advice you have for retailers as they navigate the months ahead if you are looking at the easiest way to just extend LTV and get more out of what you're doing. I think shifting towards these five fundamental flows that I talked about. Welcome series, abandoned cart, abandoned product, price drop back in stock. Spend a morning setting those up in whatever email tool that you provide and you will not regret it. That is what I would be focused on to be totally honest with you. Yeah. Because who knows what's coming? Right. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like there, there's a bunch of different things we can do to, for retention, right? We can like improve our refund and, you know, return policy, loyalty. I mean, there's all sorts of different programs, but it's like all such heavy lift, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's the, there's the cost of effort. And yeah, like absolutely. Right. Exactly what you're saying. I mean, the product should be better. The ser- customer service should be better. Like all of those things, very right. fundamental. But man, like improving a product versus setting up an automated email, you know, the, the level of effort there is, it, it can be, it can be vastly different. So yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I, yeah. I mean, that, that's the, that's the like email marketing advice that I would give. And then tactically, I would just, you know, prepare for the storm it's like we all know it it is no it is no mystery what's going on right now so it's kind of like a survival era that we're in right like if you make it through the next two years you're probably in a pretty good position to crush as we come out yeah Um, but it just requires operating a little more carefully i think you know yeah absolutely well, again, I'd like to thank Adam Robinson, CEO at retention.com for joining the show. You can learn more about Adam and retention.com by following the links in the show notes. Thanks again for listening to the Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom podcast brought to you by Tech Systems. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can access more episodes of the show at www.gregkilstrom.com. That's G-R-E-G-K-I-H-L-S-T-R-O-M.com. To get a copy of my latest book, House of the Customer, visit my website, or you can find it on Amazon or other retailers. The Agile brand is produced by Missing Link, a Latina-owned, strategy-driven, creatively-fueled production co-op. From ideation to creation, they craft human connections through intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Until next time, stay agile.